Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Thursday, September 5th, and there's an NFL football game on tonight. A real one. Can you say that again? There's an NFL football game on tonight. Can you say it one more time? There's an NFL football game on tonight. Okay, maybe one more. Uh, there's an NFL football game on tonight. <laughs> All right, I think we good. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to know what was going on with that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel kind of mentally violated at that point. Uh, my name is Morgan Coley. Got Rick Lemon right across from me. What's up? Today we are going to give you our week one breakdown, matchup breakdown, as well as starts and sits for week one. Mm -hmm. This is what our episode is going to be every Thursday from here until the end of the decade. Yeah. Uh, Maybe not. Well, you know what? It's 2019. So really, that is the end of the decade. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That is kind of weird. Before we get into our main week one matchup segment, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the FF Champs on Twitter. At the Fantasy Champs on the at, the, at the Fantasy Champions on Instagram. I go over to Facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions and like us on there. Were you going to say something? Yes. Now that the season has started, if you guys have any questions, start them, sit them. Should I trade for this guy? Should I pick up this guy? Let us know. We're we'll always available. Add us. Do whatever you want. Yes. We will respond. Uh, subscribe wherever you listen. Apple Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. Click the bell on, uh, on YouTube and uh, leave a comment down below. If you're listening on YouTube right now, leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. Let's move in to week one matchups with 16 weeks to go. It's going to get real interesting. This is where our advice gets real. Things, yeah. things come alive. It's no longer the Devin Sing- Singletary will be a good late-round pickup. <laughs> it's like, all right, this, this so is legit. Basically, the goal of our breakdowns is to give you a clear image of each and every game, of yes. what's going to happen for guys in terms of you know, uh, fantasy points. We're not going to predict fantasy point projections, but no. um, we will give you an idea of what we think can or will happen in a certain game. Um we're going to try to go through all 16 this week, and uh, we'll see what happens from there. <laughs> Correct. Please bear with us. So we'll start off with the Packers at the Bears. Tonight. Tonight. Ooh. The over-under is 46-and-a-half, which is uh, kind of low scoring, considering that you have... I actually would Mitch might Trubisky even bet lower. And, oh, really? Yeah. I might bet the under on that. <laughs> I was going to say, it's Packers-Bears, and Rodgers is back, but... Last year was the same thing. I think the final score oh, was, was seventeen to twenty. Was it really? Yep. So um, that Bears defense, bro. <laughs> yeah, the Bears defense. Um, so there was a couple of things I wanted to note um, in terms of the, at least on the Packers side, really quickly. Yes. Um, Devontae Adams, interestingly enough, always scores like last year when the Bears had a good defense. He had like twenty something points in PPR the first game, and then the second game he had like around fifteen plus. So. I think Devontae Adams is as matchup matchup proof as you can he get is, yes. for the game against Chicago. I would not be concerned. I still have him ranked in my top three for week one, so I'm not concerned about Devontae Adams at all. Um, I don't think you are. Nope, uh, not at all. The guy that I'm concerned about mostly on the on the Packers is probably Rodgers. Yes, I agree. When Rodgers plays the Chicago Bears the last two times on the road, he has not finished as a top 12 quarterback. So if you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, as good as he is, and as much as you love him, and as as much as you're like, oh my, my fantasy team is so great, <laughs> this is where the decision the decisions start coming in. Go to your waiver wire, see Jameis Winston, find a way to pick him up and put him in for Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree. I think Aaron Rodgers. I was gonna I, say, are you disagreeing with no, me right now? No. I think things that get overlooked during the fantasy season is matchups. Matchups are yeah. very important. When you go up against the Bears defense opening night in right. Chicago, that's not going to be an easy game at all. Right. Aaron Rodgers has struggled no. the last last season against Chicago. In Chicago makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying to completely bench him. Like if you have a better option though, I think Jameis Winston might be a better option just yeah. for this week. Right. I think you should probably do that. 
or even like there's if you can find somebody on the waiver wire yeah that has a very good week one matchup i would yeah. seriously consider it go with the i don't see stream, rogers stream the quarterback for the week do you see rogers getting more than 20 points this week no i think he will get around like 16 maybe Maybe fifteen. I I actually would say like fifteen or twenty, but yeah. I don't see him getting much more than that. Yeah, I would I would say, like I said, I, I'm I'm not I don't think Jameis Winston's on your waiver wire at this point. But if there is a guy with a good matchup, like I'm finding Kirk Cousins consistently on the waiver wire, mm-hmm. um, we will talk about him a little bit later. I don't remember if he has a good matchup or not. But he's um, playing. I want to say Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a good that's a good matchup. Um, so yeah, I would definitely watch out for Rodgers. Is there anyone else on the Packers side that you would be concerned about? I would week? have slight con- slight concern for Aaron Jones. I would still start him, obviously. Okay. Um, but I don't know if he's going to have a great game. Yeah. Um, to flip it on the other side, the Bears. Uh, they have you know David Montgomery's first game. That's exciting. Um, that is very exciting. Uh, the Packers. Uh, <laughs> They don't have a defense you should uh, you should write home about and say, oh, this defense is real good. Right. Um, they're they're not very good. Uh, I think Monty, if there's any game to start your NFL career with a bang, it's Thursday night football home against opening. a terrible defense on your home <laughs> opener. Um, I think it's a real chance Monty gets a gets a hundred all-purpose yards and a touchdown in this game. Ooh, then that's my Monty love coming. I out. think uh, Tree Cohen's a good start too in a in a PPR okay. league. I don't think it's a bad matchup. He at this point to me is is uh, f- I would not be surprised if they start utilizing Cohen in the slot. Like, Honestly, altogether I, as a wide receiver, I actually think that wouldn't be a bad idea either. Yeah, like but like start him out, have him, have like him if there's like, passing downs, put Monty and Tariq Cohen on the field at the same time, and then just split. I think Tariq they actually Cohen will do that. Shift out right. They'll have a lot yeah. of plays where I think both guys are going to yep. be on the field together. Yep. What about uh, Allen Robinson or? Allen uh, Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller. Do you see any fantasy value or relevance? I think if you're going to start one, it'd be Allen Robinson, obviously. But right. I'm not crazy about Allen Robinson. Um, I think I probably wouldn't do anything with Allen Robinson, to be honest. Yeah. Also, keep an eye on Trey Burton. He was limited in multiple practices this week. Um, and I, I think he's a good play if he does play tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just keep an eye. I believe he's questionable at this point. So... Um, just keep an eye on Trey Burton. Yep. Uh, let's move on to Rams at Panthers at one o'clock on Sunday. The over under for that game is 49 and a half, I believe, which is relatively high scoring. Um, both teams have a relatively good defense. So I'm not sure why Vegas <laughs> has the line so high. Well, um, I can see that just cause it's the Rams also have a very good offense. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But they're, they're on the road. Yeah, I think actually 49, was it 49 and a half? Yeah. I'd say that's not bad. I'd probably still go under, though. <laughs> um, so as far as, we'll start off with the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the this is the, uh, the coup d'etat, if you would say that uh, word, if anyone knows what that means. Todd Gurley. This is mm. the game that you find out if Todd Gurley is going to be utilized uh, in a multiple back situation. Is uh, it the game, though? Yeah. <laughs> because because he could well because he could be utilized a lot Sunday, and then maybe like throughout the yeah. season, like no, depending on game to game, they might yeah. not play him more in one game, might play him more in another. Right. So I mean, I th- I do think week one might tell a little bit. No, though. it's true. I I'm, I don't know. I I we're gonna see how they utilize Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, and Todd Gurley all at once. It might not show us everything in week one, but I think it's gonna show us a lot of like if Gurley goes out and gets eighteen to twenty touches again. Then whoever drafted him with the, you know, second round pick just literally got the biggest value ever. Uh, right. Because if they're going to utilize him lightly, it's going to start in game one. It's not going to be let's throw I don't him. Think so. Let's th- let's throw him out. So. Let's throw him at the wall week one and have him rush it twenty times just to later in the season ease off. I think they like can- it's going to be ease off later in the season, and then as you go into the regular season further, he will get more work. That there's no way no, to me. I don't there's know. no Dude, way to me that we. You don't think you don't think that as the season goes on, they're going to rest him a little bit more and get him ready for. The no, postseason? I think they'll rest him earlier in the season, and then as it gets later in the season, they'll utilize him more because know. that's when crunch time happens. Why would they rest him during? Why would you play playoff in the week chase? fourteen game when you're already 
clinch the division. They're not going to. I don't uh, know. But I'm saying, do you think the <laughs> do you think the Rams are going to be out here clinching the division, clinching clinching the division Maybe like not, they did last year? I'm just saying they're going to be good. Though. They're going to rest Gurley a little bit earlier in the season, like the first four weeks of the season, if they rest him at all. It's going to be the first four to six weeks of the season, and then later in the season they'll go. But I think this game's going to tell you a lot about how they actually utilize Gurley this year. Okay. Um, I am a little bit afraid of Goff. For this he's, week, he's on. He's on the road against a good yeah. defense, and uh, as we love golf, we've talked about week. we've talked about in the off season. Um, I don't remember where I ranked him this week, but we talked about in the off season how golf has struggled against defenses on the road in in hostile environments. And Carolina usually packs their stadium out, and they, you know. Scream for Cam Newton, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think Goff is is a little bit concerning this week um, in terms of he does tend to struggle on the road, so that is yeah. If a you concern. were if you were if you have Goff on your team and you're thinking about starting him this week, I would rethink that and try to I wouldn't, come up with so a different again. Option. It's similar to Rogers, where if you have a better option on the waiver wire or on your bench, I would start him. Yeah, or I would start the other guy. Sorry, but if if there's really nobody, I'm not like gonna bench golf right. just to bench golf um do you have any thoughts on the three wide receivers like which one gonna i actually am very interested to see cooper cup this week playing off the injury i don't know he said he's ready to go but he has some kind of like ankle injury no is i'm pretty sure it's the acl still is it the acl's acting up because i thought it was i don't think injury. it's acting up i just think it's like they want to ease him into it i'm pretty sure you can look it up yeah La- oh that was the last time i heard of it who has but. who has the best week this week Robert Woods. Out of the three, Robert Woods. Yeah, I would not disagree with that. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, I think he's struggling with uh, it, I know post he is, ACL stuff. Yeah, it's some kind of injury. So, but right. I'm gonna be interested to see how they use him in Week One. Coming yeah, up with the injury. Uh, I mean, I don't. My thing is that there there are some people that are gonna start Cooper Cup this week. Do you own Cooper Cup or I do not. Okay, um, Cooper. I think there's gonna be some people who start Cooper Cup this week, and I would definitely be. A little bit cautious surrounding. I that. would be like cautious if there's too, if there's if there is other options, I would consider starting the other options just for this week because I I don't know that the Rams with all the talent at wide receiver that they have are going to throw Cooper Cup in there and have him play a full you know a full snap share right. like it I don't I'm not sure that's going to happen so if you have Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks you're okay but Cooper Cup is is a guy that I would watch out for. Um, if anybody is owning Gerald Everett and, and starting him, stop. Wow. Uh, let's move on to the Redskins at the didn't Eagles. Talk about the Panthers, bro. Oh, we didn't talk about the Panthers. I'm sorry, Panthers. We can just do that quickly. Yeah. Like, um, so Cam Newton. Uh, anyone concerned about an injury with Cam Newton? Uh, he is expected to play this week. His foot is okay that he injured back in uh, pre-se- uh, preseason game three against the Patriots. So Cam Newton is ready to go. He does have a difficult matchup against the Rams. Um, I don't think he's a complete bust only because when he struggles against past defenses, he just rushes it. So yeah, no, I, I don't think, uh, I think Newton. he has a higher ceiling. Cam than Newton Jared or Jared Goff. Goff for this week. I would say Cam Newton. I agree with that. So if, if you have Cam Newton, uh, I wouldn't, you know, have a, I think I got him like nine to 11. I don't remember where I ranked him, but that's, that's kind of the, the range that I have him. Um, you get Christian McCaffrey. Don't be concerned at all. He'll be he'll be <laughs> yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Um, and then it's really a matter of right now uh, the depth chart lists Chris Hogan as the second wide receiver, um, and Curtis Samuel is the wow. number three guy. Um, DJ Moore though, keep an eye on him. Yep, uh, this is gonna be a big week. I wouldn't start him for this yeah. week. Tough matchup. I have but... Curtis Samuel, and uh, I have Curtis Samuel, and uh, I don't have DJ Moore. But if I did, I wouldn't start either of them. Yeah. I don't know of a team that owns Chris Hogan, though. <laughs> I don't think anybody. <laughs> I don't think anybody owns Chris Hogan. What do you think of uh, Greg Olson? Um, I'm not crazy about Greg Olson, but I think he could actually have a decent week in week one. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, now let's move on to the Redskins uh, at the Eagles. I was making sure I was saying the right team. <laughs> um, it should be an interesting game. This is uh, a little bit... There's, it's kind of lopsided yeah. in a way. Um, I don't think Keenum has much uh, relevance. Nope. Uh, the, I mean, last year he was. I think Keenum, man, I, I, there's nothing he can really do offensively that's going to make you. It, it, his have it. his receiving core doesn't help him. No, it I doesn't. Mean, if you look at the wide receivers on that team, they're not. 
Um, it was just recently released in terms of the Redskins. Uh, Darius Geis is the is going to get more carries in this game than Adrian Peterson. As expected to. As expected. I think that uh, Darius Geis is going to come in on first and second downs. Um, Chris Thompson will be in on passing downs, and Adrian Peterson will come in on third downs. So that's kind of how it's going to work out. If you do have Darius Geis, unless you are like in a I'm three, <laughs> three flex league with 17 <laughs> running backs, like I, <laughs> no, yeah. I wouldn't start Darius Not, Geis or yeah. Adrian Peterson. But um, what I would watch is to see how many touches Darius Carries. Geis gets, yes, and and how many, how much, how how well he does with those touches. If he comes out and he has a great game in terms of efficiency. He's a he's a great guy to have. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the wide receivers, uh, the only guy I don't I don't own any of these wide receivers, and I don't know that anyone <laughs> that owns them. Yeah. Uh, but the only guy that I would kind of keep an eye on is probably Paul Richardson. He's the number okay. one receiver in that offense. Uh, I have a quick question: How long do you think it takes with Case Keenum to switch to? Dwayne Haskins. Week three. Okay. <laughs> I just want to uh, Let's move on to the Eagles. The Eagles are, are facing uh, – the, the Redskins don't have the best defense in the world. It's not awful, it's though. It's not it's awful, actually. though. Um, but the uh, – I would expect a, an okay week from Carson Wentz. Right now, I have him ranked, I believe, five or six. Yeah, I was just going to say Carson Wentz or Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, I week. would say Carson Wentz. I agree. He's got a, he's got a better matchup. Um, Jordan Howard – I wouldn't. I wouldn't start Jordan. <laughs> Is there anything to start this week besides Miles Sanders? Maybe. Would you start Miles Sanders this week? No. Okay. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't either. But I. How much do you it. think he's going to be utilized touch wise? Fifteen to twenty touches. Maybe. That's you know lot. why? That's a lot. You know That's why? workhorse, dude. <laughs> uh, well, fifteen. I'll say fifteen. You know why? Why? Because I think the Redskins are going to go, or the Eagles are going to get up early in this game. They're going to control yeah, the clock. You don't think they'll give it to Jordan Howard? Well, <laughs> that's the, the problem. Is I think he gets. I think if he does get touches, it's going to be like ten to twelve. Okay, that that's probably more reasonable. Jordan Howard would get what? If he gets fifteen, I'm buying Miles Sanders. Like if he gets fifteen, you people I need to see, go well, buy. This is why I now. say fifteen is because I could see him getting like ten carries, five targets. Yeah, I mean, and then and then Jordan Howard gets like. 15 it's a, carries. It's a little high, but I mean, we'll see what happens. I think the only other starting option that you have is obviously Zach Ertz, and then, which I wouldn't be concerned about right. the matchup, <laughs> and uh, Elshon Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Which is, um, I think is a good matchup this week. That is a good matchup. And and I would also keep an eye on uh, Deshaun Jackson because uh, everyone thinks he's extremely old. Including myself. Um, including, yeah. You. I, I, I think that the value has been really good, and I think he's going to put up wide receiver two numbers this week and in, in probably beyond in this season. Um, let's move on to the next matchup. The Bills at the Jets, 1 o'clock. There's a 41-point over-under, which is a low-scoring affair. Um, I'm so excited to see Josh Allen play. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were going to joke about like the, the Bills and the Jets playing. I'm Jets. actually very excited actually, to watch this yeah, game. I'm yeah. not even kidding. You know why? Why? Josh Allen. Devin Singletary, yep. Sam Darnold. Those are the reasons I'm excited to watch. Sam Darnold is not really fantasy related. I just yeah, I want to like see him as Devin a quarterback. Singletary. But Devin Singletary, I want to see how much the Bills use him yep. versus Frank Gore. That's going to be interesting. I wouldn't start anybody in this game though, except for obviously Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Josh Allen, maybe, but you got to be unless in like you're a, desperate. A, a Twelve or fourteen. Um, I, I want to look up where Fantasy Pros right now has him ranked in for terms week of one. weekly rankings. Let me. I think Josh Allen. Fast. The Jets are. Actually, it's solid defense, and it's in New York. Right. But then again, Buffalo's in New York, too, so it's not really a full road game. Um, he right now is ranked 21st, but <sighs> I have the Jets. Like, my my ranking is a lot more higher, a lot, a lot more higher, a lot higher than others. I have him, like, I think 11 or 12 just for because week? for this week because he's playing the Jets. I see. Like, their defense actually, is not amazing. It's, it's it's solid though. I think it's underrated. According to Fantasy Pros, it's like the number eighth worst against the pass. They also added um, Quentin Williams, third overall pick, boss. Yeah, but he's a defensive I'll, one. I know, but I love him. Um, I, yeah, I would not be draft. concerned about Josh Allen. I think he's going to have a good week. <clears throat> I um, think he'll he'll be okay. But I'm just 
I'm very interested to see how he does. Right. I would keep it, like like Rick said, keep an eye on Devin Singletary. Um, I would also keep an eye on the situation as far as uh, target distribution of John Brown, Zay Jones, and Robert Foster. See, which one kind of... I would be... I think John Brown is the guy, but... I think John Brown's the guy, but he's more of a vertical threat. So I would that think true. that Zay Jones is going to get a lot of work um, in this in this offense, but you have to see how it kind of works out because they do like Robert Foster as well. Um, and then in terms of Tyler Croft, don't even... <laughs> tight ends. We won't even talk about tight ends unless it's necessary. Um, and then uh, Sam Darnold, I really love Sam Darnold. Like, yeah. the stuff that I've been hearing surrounding the Jets is encouraging, and it also continued... It continually makes me believe that Sam Darnold can be a a breakout quarterback this year, but I don't want to take that step in because he has no either. he has no weapons. I think I think Sam Darnold when we're really going to be talking fantasy is next season. Probably I think this year he's kind of going to be like QB like fifteen to twenty, right? Probably like um, solid. But how do you think Le'Veon Bell's going to do this week? First game back, I actually think he'll be very yeah. good. Oh really? I think he's going to have a very good week against Buffalo. Yeah, I, home. I I think I want. I'm curious to see how much they utilize. I'm, that is true. I'm very curious to see. Like he's not going to get. Like, I got his stats right in front of me from 2016. 321 attempts. He's not going to get that. No, he's not going to get that. I think he could get 16 to 17. He's going to get a lot though. 16 to 17 touches. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to get 20 carries. Uh, I don't know about that. Right, Sam we'll Donald see. and Josh Allen start slinging it. <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, wide receivers, Robbie, I'm, I'm really watching Jamison Crowder. There's mm. been a lot of hype surrounding Jamison Crowder playing in the slot and them getting him like Sam Donald. Like, like everything you've targets. seen so far is yeah. Sam Donald really likes Jamison Crowder. Like Jamison Crowder is on your waiver wire probably right now, and I would 100%. not be surprised in week two if he hits a lot of teams. And people are yes. wasting seventy dollars in waiver budget, yes, which do not do. That. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Uh, well, we Even don't. Know. Full, we don't know I mean, yet. Maybe he scores twenty fantasy PPR. points, I mean, and we look know. like idiots. But Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder, I'm watching in the receiver receiving core, but not guys I would start. Correct. Um, I think Sam. Don't. I mean, I think Le'Veon Bell, decent matchup, like you said. Devin Singletary, keep an eye on. Let's move on to the next team. Falcons at Vikings. They have a forty-seven and a half over under, which I'm kind of surprised by. Um, hmm. Think it should be higher or lower. Higher, mm. a little bit higher. I don't know. Um, I think Matt Ryan has an insanely because the rains. I have an ins- has an insanely difficult matchup this week, so keep an eye on uh, the situation with Matt Ryan. If you have the option to slide him out of your lineup for a, think, a streaming yeah. quarterback, I would do that Agreed. just because he. he a, it's not a good. It's not an easy matchup. Here's an interesting question though: Matt Ryan or Aaron Rodgers this week? Uh, probably Rodgers. I'd agree. Um, as f- in terms of running backs, what do you think? Um, I'm very interested to see Devontae Freeman this week. Um, he he barely played last year. Yeah, 14 attempts for 68 yards. <laughs> that yeah. was his entire 2016 uh, 2018 wow. campaign. Well, that's insane. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see him play. I think he'll do okay. Right. I don't love the Falcons this week though. Um. Even Julio Jones against I'm, against like, Minnesota is going to be tough. Yeah, I'm not even huge on Julio Jones this week. Do you start? Do you start Calvin Ridley this week? No, I don't either. No, so stay like, away from Calvin Austin Ridley. Hooper. I'm not huge on this week. Yeah, I'm kind of the only guy in this offense until it's proven. Because I've talked about this before with Dirk Cutter. Dirk Cutter could target. It, this could like if you want to find in the league another. Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown situation—you could see it right here. Yes, like I could think. I think true. Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones could both be targeted an insane amount in this offense. Like I, could, I think you could see Ridley get 140 plus targets, and and Julio Jones get 160 targets. He usually hits like 170. Right. So I think you could see both of them. But in terms of this week, until you know how Dirk Cutter utilizes Calvin Ridley. I'm not going out and, and starting Calvin Ridley, um, especially against Minnesota. Like, if you wanted to take a risk, like if Atlanta was facing, you know, Arizona, Arizona or um, a worse defense, right. you, could, you could take a risk on Calvin oh, Ridley. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if, if it was Arizona, I'd probably If you're sitting there thinking yeah. about, you know, you're sitting there thinking about a, a flex position and it's, it's Calvin Ridley tough. or somebody else, just stay away from Calvin Ridley. Um, Austin Hooper week. also does have a really difficult matchup. Um, I, I think I have him ranked 11 or 12 among tight ends. So if there is another option on the waiver wire, I would suggest that you try to go get it and start Just it over him. Um, 
Um, but I don't think that Austin Hooper is going to have a bad week. Like, if you want four or five points, leave him in your lineup, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, standard, right? What do you think of the Vikings? Vikings, I actually, again, interested to see this week. There's a lot. I mean, it's week one. Week so one. When we get into actual, like, week two, <laughs> it'll be way more interesting right. to, to so like Kirk Cousins. Ter- or actually, so, you know, looking at his numbers right now, that's pretty good. Statistically speaking, he actually had a yeah, good year. He had last a good year. year. That's yeah, why people that's... people were saying how bad he was last year and all this stuff. I'm I'm interested to see how Kirk Cousins plays. Yep. I'm really interested to see how Dallin Cook plays. Um, yeah, we've waited again. way too long for that. We've waited so long for this, and it's a not a bad matchup either. No, I think he could have a big big week. Um, and then obviously Diggs and Daleen. I think both guys are starts. Yep. Would you say yeah? Yeah, I would agree. And then yep. Kyle Rudolph actually has a decent matchup. Would you consider starting him? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, if you if you're really thin at tight end, I would consider Kyle Rudolph yeah. this week. Yeah, would you take Kyle Rudolph over Austin Hooper? Uh, actually, yes. I think there's too many targets in the. Uh, there's too many. Yeah, there's too many targets in the offense. Well, okay, so I'll say Dalvin Cook in the passing game, Adam Thalen in the passing. You game. You can say the same thing Stephen about Atlanta. Diggs in the passing game. No, I. I I'm not disagreeing with you on that. But <laughs> here is the difference though. Which team likes or which team probably wants oh, to run the ball the, more? The Vikings. Right. I mean their offense coordinator I believe got fired because they threw the ball too much last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and they moved to st- uh, I I don't want to get too deep into this, but the offensive coordinator of the Vikings said basically that this new NFL like passing style offense where they pass way too much is not what he wants to do that he said yeah this is not well, fa- quote fa- this is not fantasy football well, that answers that answer yeah your question, so Dalvin then. Cook's gonna get a lot of attempts um let's move on to the next game the uh the Ravens at the Dolphins this is gonna be uh, a relatively interesting game so we can just skip over the Dolphins. Yeah, we can just skip over the Dolphins don't I, start anybody uh, I would say yeah don't if you have if you have the Dolphins do not start Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Don't start Kenyon Drake. Uh, the one thing I would say that I'm relatively interested in seeing is uh, Albert Wilson and how they utilize him right now. He's I think he's one on the depth chart. How they utilize Mike Isiki because he's been somebody that he looks same size, same weight, looks like Gronk, and he's now in a system that's run by an expatriate. So I want to see how much they utilize their tight ends. But Kenyon Drake is a is a big big guy who I want to like how do they split between Kalen Balaj and Kenyon Drake like that's kind of what I want to see mm-hmm. because if they give Kalen Balaj like 40% then I'm a little nervous about my Kenyon Drake love but at this point like yeah you're right no one is startable I would have started Kenyon Drake this week <laughs> because of my dire situation with yes. Zeke but um other than that nobody though Lamar Jackson is a great start this week against Miami. Yes. Um, he in report, reports are that he is going to pass. He wants to. He said he wants to throw the ball thirty times a game. Ooh! Uh, and if he does that, and he's efficient at it, and he doesn't suck, then he could actually be a decent passer this year. I, I, like he could be a Cam Newton like player if if he gets up to thirty five hundred yards and like twenty five touchdowns. There is no way this guy doesn't finish in the top five. So oh, yeah, uh, I just got to see him perform passing the ball and it until that happens yeah that's, it should be interesting but lamar jackson is a is a streaming option for you this week and if you have him on your bench and you have you don't have another option at quarterback he's a great a great guy to put on your team um mark ingram i love mark ingram this week yeah he's, he's a stud so here's what i'm going to say with mark ingram for this week mm-hmm. i think obviously the ravens to me are going to take an early lead control the game they're going to run the ball a lot in the second half Look for Mark Ingram to have a big week this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the only other guy I would say is uh, Mark Andrews. I I would actually start Mark, Ing- Mark Andrews in some leagues uh, because he is going to be probably the number one target for Lamar Is Hollywood Jackson. Brown playing week one? No, he's hurt. Okay. I believe he's hurt. Yeah, I think he is hurt too, yeah. But I would keep an eye on Mark, Mark Andrews definitely. Uh, like... I'm going to be watching Mark Andrews, but I would if if I didn't have other options at tight end, I would probably start Mark Andrews. I've even I've even thought about it. <laughs> um, Chiefs at Jaguars Sunday at one o'clock, fifty-two point over game. under. Very interesting game. 
I my goodness. I this is like the Chiefs on the road against Jacksonville. Like That's you a wanna, tough way to start you, you wanna think that it's gonna be a tough game. And last time Patrick Mahomes played Jacksonville in Jacksonville, he didn't fare too well. Jacksonville um, also upgraded their defense. Yeah, they got, they got <laughs> I mean think How about that. How could you get that. any better? They added Josh How Allen, get the better? linebacker, who I think they took yeah. fifth or sixth overall. They right. took very high. But he was supposed to go number four, I think. Oh, no, he fell to like eighth in the draft. Yeah. But at the time, they were talking about him going. Oh, Josh Allen? Yes, the yeah. linebacker yeah. from, I think, UCLA, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Um, but he was added to it. I mean, that was one of the Jaguars' weaknesses mm. on defense was right. the linebacker position they added Josh right. Allen. Like, that defense is very, very good. No, it's true. Um, and it's in Jacksonville. I'm still obviously Pat. It's Patrick Mahomes. I'm starting. I was gonna him. say, is he matchup proof? Yes, he is. Okay. Um, the big thing for this week is Damian Williams and Lashawn McCoy and Darwin Thompson. Yeah. Mostly Damian Williams and Lashawn McCoy. How are those guys gonna get utilized? Um, I don't like either of those guys this week, though. To be honest with you, against Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, I think Tyreek Hill is a safe play. I think that yep. Patrick Mahomes is a safe play. Travis Kelsey's fine. I think that Damian Williams is uh, a sit for me. I would not play him this week. Um, and I would not play, obviously, LeSean McCoy. Because there's going to be people who are like, oh, my God, I love LeSean McCoy. Um, don't start either one of those guys. If you have I, to just start one. wait until you need to start them. If you have to start one. One running back? Yes. Damian would, Williams. Agreed. Uh, Travis Kelsey, obviously, a start. Um, in terms of the Jaguars, uh, I don't see Nick Foles being... No, <laughs> a viable option. There are actually a lot of people who are high on Nick Foles. Yeah, that's true. I I don't see him as a viable option quarterback wise. Um, Leonard Fournette is one of my uh, because the Chiefs had last year and they did nothing to make it any different. One of the worst rush defenses that in the true. NFL. Fournette's going. I think Fournette is going to have a week. big day. He's going to. The have only a big thing I day. could, uh, the only concern I'd have for Fournette for this week is um, Chiefs get up with an early lead. And the Jaguars are forced. Yeah, but to they want to. They want to get him to him like sixty times a game in the. I know, passing. but like I mean, sixty times, sixty times this year in the passing game, they'll utilize. He's matchup proof. He's matchup proof. Oh, I think. I mean, I think he's matchup proof. But like, will he have a ceiling if the Chiefs like kill Jacksonville, and they're forced to throw the ball a lot? No, I think he will. I don't think so. I disagree. I think if the game's close, Fournette. I don't have think it. it's going to happen like that though, because the Chiefs have. Shown I don't think it'll happen either. When they play the Jacksonville Jaguars in that defense, they're not. No, I know, but if that. that does happen, I think yeah. he, then he has a cap. But wait, don't be afraid to start Fournette. Uh, D- oh yeah, Dee Westbrook is uh, is the only interesting play at wide receiver for me. I I would definitely I think about starting him this week because of really? it depends on the situation. If if the if the Kansas City like if you have. A lot of depth at wide receiver. Then there, there are obviously guys I would start over him. But if you have a weak spot at wide receiver and you're looking for a flex play or you're looking for a wide receiver too because you just don't have that and you drafted four running backs to start your draft, like I would start D.D. Westbrook in the wide receiver two or flex position this week. I think he's got. I think he's got a decent matchup and he's not going to be a bad play. Um, right. And what I've seen in the preseason so far is Nick Foles really likes to throw it to him. So. Um, we'll definitely see what happens in that game. Titans at Brown Sunday at 1 o'clock, 45 point over under. We finally get to see the arrival of the Cleveland Browns, and they're playing a mediocre, not mediocre, they're playing a, a middle-of-the-pack defense in the Tennessee Titans. Um, Derrick Henry is the only real start that I see, at least in the Titans offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys are guys that you want to keep an eye on uh, in terms of how they utilize I would probably him. hold off on a lot Week of one is so stuff. hard. It's like literally going, it is, how are they going to utilize I mean, Cleveland's like, defense is underrated, though, too. Yeah. And uh, who's – why am I blanking on this? Cleveland's top corner that yeah. they drafted in the top 10 a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember his name? No. I'm going to look that up. He's very good anyway, and he's going to yeah. be Corey Davis all game, so I wouldn't – yeah. I kind of stay away from Corey Davis, at least for this week. Um, and then Derrick Henry, I probably... I mean, if it's a standard league, I'd start him. But anything else, I'd probably... There are people that away. drafted him to start him, so that's the unfortunate part. Yeah. Uh, stay away from Marcus Mariota, your quarterback. <laughs> yeah. um, as far as uh, Baker Mayfield is concerned, you, you should probably start him this week. He's my number six or seven quarterback. Um, he is facing, you know, like I said, middle of the pack defense. So it's not a, it's not an easy matchup by any means. But this is the first time we see Baker Mayfield legit. Like, 
you know, as a fantasy option because there's a lot of teams that are going to start him, and you have to see how Baker's going to play. So yeah. I'm I'm excited to see how Baker plays this week, especially with all the weapons he has around him and and, and Odell more specifically. We have not seen. I don't think Odell played a freaking snap in the preseason. So we have not seen Odell and Baker Mayfield together in a real life game. Um, I do one guy that I have been looking at as a potential bust uh, is David Njoku. I think there are a lot of people that are going to draft him, start him as their tight end one, get burned, and then be like, oh, why did I get burned by David Njoku? I thought he was going to be good. Um, the Titans have a – they are relatively decent against tight ends, so this is a difficult matchup for Njoku. Um, so I would just keep an eye on that situation. I would, like I said, find other options if you do have him and see if you can replace that with a better matchup. Um, Odell, obvious start. Nick Chubb, obvious start. Yeah. Um, the guy I was forgetting about, sorry, was Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. He was the fourth yep. overall pick in 2018. Yep. Um, but those are the kind of the, the matchups. Yes. At this point for the, for the Browns. I mean, pretty much I mean, for the Browns, not. like, like you said, Chubb, start, Beckham, start. Do you start Jarvis Landry? I don't know if you. No. No. I'd consider it. I actually didn't even think of it, but I would, I would definitely say, not starting him. I think there's going to be people that okay. want to start him, but I don't think there's enough target share in that would, offense would, for him to succeed. I would consider it against the Titans, but I probably wouldn't. Okay. Um, Colts at Chargers, 44.5 point over under. Um, that might be high now with uh, injury Luckout. Yeah, no, <laughs> a little bit high. Um, the Chargers don't have Melvin Gordon this week. Um, he is out. They do have Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. Um, Austin Eckler is the three down guy at this point. Jackson will come in and sprinkle in at certain points yeah. as a change of pace. But Austin Eckler is the guy. If you own him, you should be starting Austin Eckler. Yes. Um, I, I don't. Here's what I'll say. I'm not crazy about <coughs> Eckler, though. Excuse me. In general, I definitely would start him this yeah, week. Right. But just because I remember last year he, when he was the starter, mm -hmm. when Melvin Gordon missed time, he actually wasn't that good. He's typically, he thrives in a role playing. Yeah, behind somebody. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see him as a workhorse. He also, course. last year when that happened, he was struggling with a lot of injuries. That is true. So, um, I mean, that's why I said it's going to be interesting, though. I think this week he actually will have a solid week, though. Yeah, right. Um, I definitely would start Eckler. I'd definitely start Keenan Allen. I'd probably start Mike Williams, too. Um, you start well, Mike Williams? Yes. Yeah, no, I wouldn't start Mike Williams. Sorry. I think, well, it, okay, it depends on... Who's on your team, obviously, but I wouldn't start Mike Williams only because he's a WR two. The Colts a defense is not the Colts defense from two years ago. Oh no, that's true. I mean, the, the they the Colts defense is very good, but I think the Chargers yeah. are going to throw the ball a lot. Hunter Henry is one of my favorite tight end matchups for the week. Uh, if you're if you like, I actually think Philip Rivers is going to have a good week too. Yeah, yeah. No, he probably will have a decent week. I'm not a huge fan of Philip Rivers. I've I'm not either. But ranked him very. I think low. honestly, with Melvin Gordon out, yeah, Philip Rivers might go He's up gonna, a little bit. Yeah, he probably will, just because the um, amount of times he'll throw the ball. But I like Hunter Henry. Keenan Allen is an obvious start. Um, the Colts, bro. Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> I I would say not to start. T.Y. Hilton. This I wouldn't week. either. Yeah, I would. I wait to see how he works with Jacoby Brissett before yep, you take the leap. Same on. with Ebron. The unfortunate part is there's going to be teams that are stuck with, yeah, having to play him because and they Ebron don't have too, any both depth. Guys, yeah, uh, yeah, and Ebron. Um, so for me, I'm like, the only real start option here is Marlon, Marlon Mack, Mack yeah. and I don't like if Andrew Luck was starting this game, there would be a lot of like, it's completely. How different. do they utilize? a lot of these guys and, and we would be asking questions like, okay, Devin Funches, how do they utilize Devin Funches? Like, but with Jacoby Brissett, literally the only thing we want to see is if Jacoby Brissett can successfully throw a football. I know. And <laughs> it stinks field. that he's got to play against yeah. Chargers. Yeah. One, Cause it's, the Chargers, Chargers tough defense. pass rush is very good. Yeah. So it should be interesting. Uh, Bengals at Seahawks. Mm. Interesting matchup. Uh, Andy Dalton is a, some people would say he's a dumpster fire. I would say don't use Andy Dalton. He's like like he's like twenty seventh <laughs> on my like draft QB rankings. Yeah, don't so. take Andy Dalton. Yeah, don't take Andy Dalton. Um, Joe Mixon back. The curious thing for Joe Mixon is is seeing how the Bengals like are able to run with him without like two guys in their offensive line because two of their offensive linemen or one one of their major offensive linemen got hurt during the off season, um, during the training camp. And he's out for the season, so that's why Joe Mixon kind of fell down boards a lot to the late, late in the second round. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious. To I was see thinking about taking Mixon at the end of the first. At the end of the first. So I, I think, 
I think there's a lot of people that are afraid of mixing right now. I have talked about how the Zach Taylor, which I'm curious to see how he utilizes his offense. This is like a new situation for Andy Dalton, for Tyler Boyd, for, you know, AJ Green and all of those guys. It's a yeah, completely AJ Green's not is. playing in this game, but it's a new situation because you have Zach Taylor coming in as the head coach. Um, but I think it's a you know, he's going to I I believe he's going to run a a zone run scheme similar to the to to the Rams. I would think that they do that. If they do, I would. I'm not saying Joe Mixon going to be utilized like Todd Gurley, but if he does get 275 touches this year, then you got a really good running back in Joe Mixon. Efficiency is the question for me in that offensive line. Um, would you start Tyler Boyd this week? I have to in my league because I don't really have many options. Yeah. Um, he's somebody that like if you have a better option, I would. Yeah. But I don't think it's a terrible option no. considering he's the going to be the number one guy right he's probably going to get a lot of targets this okay. week uh and then in terms of the seahawks chris carson is a obvious start i think he's got a really good matchup this week yes. um he is yes. on my list yes. for running backs as one of the starts of the week yes um russell wilson also has a good matchup so he's i think he's number four on chris my quarterback carson list this week to me is top 10 rb yeah oh i agree um, Russell Wilson is a top five quarterback for me w- based on matchup as well. So I like him and, and I, I would, if you I would Tyler be a little Lockett, less high on Wilson, okay. just slightly, sorry, to you interrupt. would, you and everyone else in the fantasy. Well, no, 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 I, no, I'd love Russell Wilson this year. No, I'm saying, I'm saying in the fantasy football, like right now, week one rankings uh, consensus is that Russell Wilson, there's only seven. one reason. There's two reasons. I think they're going to get a, they're going to kill the Bengals. So yeah. they're not going to throw the ball ton and you it's supposed to rain. Something. Oh, it's supposed to rain. I think that you should take that into consideration. Yeah, and I think Russell Wilson will be good. I think he'll be good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, would you start Tyler Lockett this week? Yes. 100% okay. yes. I would say yes, too. Um, some people have the uh, blessing of having him on your bench. Uh, 49ers <laughs> at Buccaneers. The over-under is 50, which is kind of surprising. Um, they, 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 Vegas seems to think this is going to be I, a high-scoring affair. I think it might be. <laughs> Honestly, I'm yeah. betting the over. You're betting. <laughs> I might. There you go. Um, I... I don't know. I mean, it, it should be interesting to see how how Jimmy Garoppolo comes back and plays. Yes. Um. I you have said, uh, I believe you said this before the show, or somebody said this. I don't know. Somebody said this to me that Jimmy Garoppolo should start or should you you should consider starting him that on your fantasy me, yes. team. Yeah. No, I would not think that. I I, I want he he is in his career. As much as we love Jimmy G, Jimmy G MVP, as much as we love him in his career, the most he's shown in a fantasy outing is like around 18 to 20 fantasy points. So for me, I'm not really in the game on grabbing Jimmy Garoppolo and starting him as a shot in the dark against Tampa. Yes, he does have a good matchup, but the problem is we don't know if he is actually going to be able to produce as a quarterback. And I've talked about my concerns with Jimmy Garoppolo in the past. He does no rushing. So all of his, well, all he of did his, in towards ACL. All of his, all of his, all of his like metrics and all. I mean, all of his fantasy points have to come from his passing. So yeah. that's kind of the concern for me. Like if he goes out this week against a good matchup and gets like twenty-five to thirty fantasy points, he's good. But do you think? Um, I'm not saying to start him, like just to start him, like start Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. But he should right. be in consideration, especially if you drafted like Andrew Luck, yeah. and you're struggling at that spot, right? And maybe it's a 12 team league. I would definitely consider looking at Garoppolo because he's going to be available in your league most likely, right? Against Tampa Bay, that's a fantastic matchup. Yeah, no, I, I know it's in Tampa, but it, to me that could be a high scoring game. I'm not saying again to start Garoppolo, but he, sh- I think you should consider him because yeah. he is in a very good situation. That's just my opinion, though. Um, Tevin Coleman, if you drafted him, he's a good flex. Probably an RB two this week. Starting him, um, yeah, I would start him. Matt especially you start. No, I'd consider it. No, I, I'd why, consider what it. Do you, what makes you believe that the, the San Francisco 49ers are going to have two running backs that can produce as an RB one pace? Like, I mean, at an RB two pace, because one's going to get. Do you know how often that happens in the NFL? Like, never. I think choose one, one and stick with it. No, because I. <laughs> I think Coleman's going to get slight edge and carries. I will come back to this. He'll probably week. have goal line work, and Matt Brady's yeah. going to get used in the passing game and so. get five think so. plus catches. I'm sorry, I don't think so. I also I would, think this is going to be a say crazy high scoring game. Coleman Not crazy, but I think it'll be a high scoring game. Uh, Dante Pettis is another guy. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure yet if I would start him. I it depends wouldn't. on the depth that your wide receiver position, um, and then obviously George Kittle is a start. Oh, this George week. Kittle's my number one tight end um, this week. 
he does. Uh, Buccaneers last year were actually very good against tight ends. Still uh, my number but, one tight end. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Jameis Winston, obviously, yes, for start. me, is a great start this week. Uh, if you have Peyton Barber, or Ronald, Peyton Barber or Ronald Jones, unless you have no running backs, do not play either one of these guys. Um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin both have a fantastic matchup this week. Um, I'm looking for Mike Evans to put up his his low to mid mid range wide receiver one numbers. I think Chris Godwin can put up wide receiver two numbers this week, and obviously OJ Howard is going to be oj howard this week so if you if if he stays healthy oj howard is a great start at tight end this week Mm -hmm. i'm not i don't want to put too much value into the passing game right now for the tampa bay buccaneers but (laughs) they they have a great matchup this week yes um the giants at the cowboys sunday at 4 p.m 45 point over under uh the only guy that i would get anywhere near in terms of the Giants, is Saquon Barkley. Yes. I'm not looking for anything from Eli. We know what he is. And the only guy wide receiver, like Evan Ingram, obviously he's like the second target on the team. Yes. Evan, Ingram. Our, Evan Ingram is a start this week. He might Dallas even be the first, a, to be honest with you. Dallas is a tough matchup, though. So I... Yeah. Like, don't... Ex- I'd still start If Ingram, you though. start Ingram, which I would start Ingram, too, but if... Like, don't expect a whole Crazy ton from... Yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as Sterling Shepard is concerned, I wouldn't start him just nope. because of the matchup. But keep an eye on him and Cody Latimer because they literally have no receiving <laughs> Um As far as the Dallas Cowboys are concerned, right now, if Zeke signs, Zeke plays week one against the New York Giants, to me, Ezekiel Elliott is the number two running back this week in all of fantasy just because of the matchup. This is one of the worst rush defenses yes, in the NFL. Yes, I actually agree with that. He might even pass Saquon in terms of production this, this week. week. He yes. might be number one for this week. Um, but I, I, it all depends on when Zeke signs. If he signs like Friday, then you are, or tomorrow, you, you're kind of in a tough position with that whole situation. So. I'm waiting on the Zeke Elliott situation. <laughs> we pre-recorded this podcast on Tuesday, so if Zeke has signed, ignore that entire Zeke situation. <laughs> um, Tony Pollard is a good play if Ezekiel Elliott does not play. So do not just drop Tony Pollard. If Zeke does not play, you're probably going to have to start Tony Pollard. Like I would do that in a second yeah. just because of the matchup. Oh, if Zeke's not playing this week, Tony Pollard is an excellent yeah, start. Yeah. Uh, then you have Amari Cooper. Um, I don't like Amari Cooper at all, and I don't Ooh, like Amari maybe. Cooper against the Giants. Uh, I but like him. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he'll be all right. No, he's just up and down. Like no, when, that is that the is second the second he has a the second the second he has a good like corner on him, he's like trash. So we'll see what happens in terms of Amari Cooper. But um, a lot some people would say Michael Gallup is somebody they're looking at, but I'm not really a huge fan. Um, and then Jason Witten is Old back Witt. for. I'm not even. I'm not even talking about for fantasy aspects. Jason Witten is back after standing in the booth for a year and on one of the worst broadcasts <laughs> in, in the league. Um, so yeah, and what? Just give a quick a quick thought on Dak Prescott. Uh, Dak, I'd actually consider starting this week. I think he's got a good matchup. Yeah. If Zeke is if Zeke plays, I'd actually really considered starting Dak this week. Overall, yeah. I'm not a big Dak fan, though. Right. But he just has a very good matchup. But I don't think... I, I wouldn't start him, but again, yeah. it's kind of like the Jimmy Garoppolo effect. You are you need a quarterback. You're in a dire situation. Um, I think Dak should be on the list of guys you should consider. Lions at Cardinals, Sunday at 4 o'clock, the last 4 o'clock game, 47.5 point over under. the, the we're, we're finally putting the vanilla Arizona Cardinals offense, which is what they're claiming that was, away. <laughs> and the Cardinals are reportedly super excited to show everyone. Oh, boy. It, they said, literally, I saw a quote today, it's like Christmas morning on Sunday at 4 o'clock for them because they get to unravel the the new offense you think that they're going to introduce in the NFL. I have no idea. <laughs> I know it's You're crazy. Asking I actually the wrong really, freaking. Guy. I really don't either. I have I no, no idea. Clue. They are facing Detroit. Detroit is mediocre in every level of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I would it's say true, it's an intro. Would you start Kyler Murray this week if you have him? Yes. Okay. If I have, I him. won't argue because I like Kyler Murray, but I would. I kind of look at him I, as one of those guys as is a uh, like. Like last year when you drafted Mahomes and Breeze, you started Breeze first and then waited on right, Mahomes right, later. Right. I, that's the way I look at him. I, so. I do too. If he's your only quarterback, whatever. <laughs> I, I look at that. I look at it like that too. But they're home against a mediocre defense. 
So like, okay. if, if you drafted Kyler Murray, that means you believe in Kyler Murray. That if, and if you believe in Kyler Murray, this is the week he should produce. Interesting. Um, Duke David Johnson, obvious. I was going to say Duke Johnson every time. Um, David Johnson, obviously a start this week. Um, yes. He was one of your top four running backs. I'm not concerned about matchups, so he should be okay. Um, I think he'll actually have a pretty solid week. Larry Fitzgerald or Christian Kirk? Yeah, both on your team. Which one are you starting? You have to choose. You have to start one. Christian Kirk. Okay, I would choose Christian Christian Kirk as well. It's close though. Um, I what what the most interesting part about the Cliff Kingsbury air raid offense is that, uh, and I've talked about this before, that they usually have a situation where they have like two wide receiver coaches and they have you know four or five wide receivers on the field at most times. So. I'm curious to see how Andy Isabella and Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald and whoever there, I think it's Keyshawn Johnson, how all of those guys kind of work together. Lots yes. of lots of young talent in that receiver core besides Fitzgerald. I think Christian Kirk has a has has a good game this week and, and becomes somebody that ascends, but I like Christian Kirk. I think it's an all around good matchup for uh, the players on the Cardinals. As far as the Lions, is there anyone besides Carryon Johnson that you want to go after? I do like Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. I don't like Kenny Galladay. This week? Yeah, I don't like Kenny Galladay. I don't, I don't love him not this yet. week because the not yet situation too. Um, But I don't hate him either. Yeah. Like If you draft him, drafted him as your WR2, I think you got to play him this week right. as your WR2. Um, let's move on to the next game. Steelers at Patriots. Is there any questionable guys in terms of uh, this game that you would want to see or keep an eye on? Uh, obviously, James Conner is starting for the Steelers. Uh, you would want to start him on I, your team if you own him. Juju is obviously a starter as well. Um, if you draft Advance Dance, I would say he's a okay start against the Pats. <laughs> But uh, and then I, I'm not really a huge fan of Big Ben this year, just because he's going to have a regression in, in passing attempts. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Big Ben necessarily either this yeah. year, but I think he could have a good week. I think this game is going to be relatively high scoring. Yeah, I've loved James the Conner this week. Is 51. Ooh, that's that's pretty high. <laughs> that's high over under. It's like the, I think it's the third third highest this week. Um, I think it should be though. Yeah, I, I would do. Um, do you do you see Brady now? This, there are people who own Brady right now. Do you see Tom Brady as fantasy relevant this week against the Steelers? Yes. Okay. All right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't for the. I actually think there is a real chance that the Patriots get the ball first and they just run it down the Steelers' throat the entire game. Tony Michelle is uh, a great play this you're week. You're right. You're right. I guess I should say no. Guess I should say no. Like that. I think looking I think at how the be... Patriots do things, like I don't know that we're gonna see the same Patriots team that we've seen over the last couple of years, where they they get into like high scoring passing affairs. I think this one will be relatively high scoring. I think it's gonna be high scoring, yes, but I don't know how much. Of no, it's... I agree with like, you. Brady's gonna though. get it in the red zone, and then they're gonna hand it off to Burkhead, Sony Michelle, <laughs> oh. or give it to James White or somebody, and yeah, then you're not gonna get guy. anyone. Yeah. You're um, right. But Sony Michelle is a definite start this week. I like him. As far as James White like, is concerned, I don't hate him this week. I don't hate him either, but I just don't. It's like kind of gross. <laughs> Julian Edelman is a must start. Yes. Uh, Josh Gordon is is a questionable one for you. You brought this up today. I would say no. Don't start Josh Gordon this week. Not yet. But you, however, think otherwise. So give us. I don't. The- so I don't know if I would <laughs> start him. But okay. I mean, myself is in a situation where I'm considering yeah. starting him because I unfortunately have Melvin Gordon. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking at guys in my flex, and Josh Gordon is somebody I have on my bench. I would consider starting him yeah. this week because Nikhil Harry is on IR. I think okay. when they throw the ball, it is going to go to James White and it's going to go to Edelman. Okay. In the red zone, who is the number one target? James White. Or Julian Edelman, in the red zone, not Josh Gordon. I don't think I don't. I think James White actually would it's probably, probably James target. White and Julian Edelman. Like I, I think I Josh don't think Gordon's I don't think Edelman's in the in the red zone. Matt Lacoste, bro. Everyone knows Matt Lacoste. <laughs> I think I think Gordon. Oh, I just got super close to the mic. I think Josh Gordon actually this week will be okay because as I said, I don't think so. It's going to be a high scoring game. Yeah, I think <laughs> you you love Josh Gordon. 
Like, Josh Gordon well, started out as a long dude, play for you, and then like week one, you're already got you got Josh Gordon in your shorts. I've had him in my shorts. That's, yeah, that's why I drafted true. him, bro. That's true. Um, um, but no, but dude, who who's no, after White and Edelman? I think Gordon is the yes, he's probably the third option. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the red zone, I think he might be the first. He's up there. I think James White is actually probably the first option, believe it or not, because they love to use running backs in the red zone in the mm-hmm. passing game. But I think Josh Gordon is actually the number two option in in the red zone. Like especially the closer they get to the end zone, I don't you know really they think they could run a fade to for be, Josh Gordon. To, yeah, against the Steelers cornerbacks who are very weak. I don't the Steelers think their secondary weak. is not good, dude. All right, that's a little heavy. It's not heavy. Their offense got better. La- that defense got a lot better it last year. It did get better, and they added a great <laughs> linebacker in there. Don't be so negative, bro. The Steelers' front seven is good, dude. We got to move on to the Texans and the Saints. Okay. <laughs> 53 and a half points over under. I think this is the highest over under of the week. As it should be. Um, Deshaun Watson, an obvious play this week. He's yes. the number one quarterback for me this like. The, the Saints don't have the best pass defense in the NFL. It's not bad. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not good either. Uh, so I think Deshaun Watson is a great play. He's I have him over Patrick Mahomes this week in terms of uh, rankings for quarterbacks. Yes, in I week do one. Um, I don't think that there is a viable starting option in the running back situation for Houston. You would disagree. Mm. I don't think Duke Johnson's startable. I don't think Carlos Hyde is startable. Um, I, I, think, I don't think that either one of those guys you want to run with in your team. If you have other options, don't like I, I literally told you people to sell Duke Johnson. If you did not sell Duke Johnson, I don't want to hear it. DeAndre Hopkins. Start Duke Johnson. Oh, boy. That's your advice. That came from you, not from me. Follow me on Twitter at uh, Morgan Colby <laughs> underscore FF if I'm right. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, obvious, obvious start. Are you starting Will Fuller this week? Probably not. Okay. Uh, Are you? It's tough. It is I tough. think it's going to be wicked. I, I high look at Will Fuller and I think. But. Or wide receiver two. Like, I think he's going to put wide receiver two top 24 numbers up this yes. week. I do think that. So, I would say if you have, uh, you know, a need at flex, 12 team start maybe. Will Fuller. Yeah, with 12 team. If you have a need at flex, start Will Fuller. Um, as far as the Saints, Drew Brees, would you start him this week? Yes, actually. I, Home opener. Against Houston? Houston's defense isn't yeah, as good is. as people think. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's I, not, dude. Stop. I'm J- not Jadavion Clowney, who is arguably the best defensive player, just got traded. We can't keep arguing about these players. I don't think Drew Brees. Personally, I don't think Drew Brees is startable. This I week. think this season, Drew Brees is not a great option. But for right opening now, night right now on, in, on week one. In, in New Orleans against Houston, who is an average defense. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. I was going to say, because I have him ranked pretty high, too, this week. It's. I agree with you overall. Your pass season, rush is tough, and he's an old man. So. It is tough, but dude, you're underestimating Jadavion Clowney. I think. He's yeah, I guess. He's not there anymore. Right. <laughs> That's my point. Uh, Alvin Kamara is an obvious start. Dude, I'm what? curious to see Latavius Murray. Yeah, that's it, actually... Do they utilize him like Mark Ingram? Because if they do, that's a great buy for a lot of teams who drafted him. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's absolute garbage. <laughs> right. um, I want to see if they, they, they utilize Alvin Kamara like they did the first four games of last year. And they if that's do, the case, man, yeah, he's going to be like one he or might two be in the, fantasy. Yeah. Um, but keep an eye on that situation with uh Kamara and Murray on Sunday um, on Monday Night Football, um, and then you got Michael Thomas, who's an obvious start. I would keep an eye on Traquan Smith, uh, and Jared Cook is a very good start this week. Um, did we talk? Yeah, we talked about the Houston offense, and then the final game of the week: Broncos at Raiders. Monday Night Football, 10 p.m. If you're staying up late, 43 point over under. <laughs> why do they put the? I mean, I guess that's why they put the garbage games on at 10 o'clock yes. at night. But like, that's not a good game. Um, the Joe, battle of Joe, last place Joe Flacco's, West. Joe Flacco's first game as a Denver Bronco. Uh, he has no fantasy value to me. Um, no. You got Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. I actually curious, don't hate. Curious to see. Oh, I don't some, hate Lindsay this week. There are some people who like Lindsay this week. But if, you say, if you're saying you like Lindsay, you got to put Royce Freeman slap right next to him like an Oreo. Okay, fine. I don't like. I don't mind either guy this week. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to get into Like I told you before, I hate RBBCs. I don't want to get involved in that. No, I don't either. So, but if you are going to start Lindsay, I don't think this yeah, is a bad week. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad week to start Lindsay, no. I would say no, don't start him. But if you, if you have other options and this is your last option, just start Lindsay. But it's a good matchup. Uh, the, the Raiders, they also added some good 
um, they added defensive some, line depth. So yeah. uh, they might not be as bad as they were last year, but I would definitely, I want to see how they utilize Freeman and Lizzie. That's kind of what I'm curious about. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, anyone? Uh, Sanders honestly might not be a terrible bet this week. Oakland's defense, even though it got better, is still not that good. Yeah. So I'm interested to see. I wouldn't start Sanders, but I do want to keep an eye on mm-hmm. Sanders coming off the Achilles, and I want to keep an eye on Cortland Sutton and how they use those guys. Yeah. Uh, and then the final guy, Noah Font. <laughs> Okay, bud. I love Noah Font. <laughs> Maybe he works out this year. Who knows? Uh, Derek Carr, uh, don't no stay touch away. Him. Stay away. Uh, Josh Jacobs against the Denver Broncos defense. I don't it's love gonna be that. Tough. It's boy. not a great matchup. Still start him though. Yeah, I would. I would say still start him. If there's if you have like a lot of depth at running back, I would you know hold off for a week. But yeah, it's a tough matchup. And and this is like you know on Monday Night Football. Like this is your first game in the NFL, and you're against that tough of a defense. I know. Like, if he succeeds in this game, you really got something in that guy. Um, Antonio Brown's first game as a Raider. That's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, it should be interesting. <laughs> I I don't know what to expect. I do want to see Tyrell Williams. He's the number two wide receiver. How to utilize him? Very Another guy player. to keep an eye on is Darren Waller. Um, he has a good matchup this week against the linebackers of the uh, Denver Broncos. Um, he's the ten, he, if you don't know who Darren Waller is, he is the tight end for the uh, Oakland Raiders, and he has been hyped up a lot in training yeah. camp. Um, so he's a guy to watch, not start, watch, keep an eye on. I have a laundry list of watch players on Sleeper and NFL.com, and uh, it's it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> um, but that'll do it for the matchup segment. Um, we are going to quickly go over. That was like a that was like drinking from a fire hose. It was. Um, we're going to go quickly go over our starts and sits for the week. Okay. Um, our start quarterback of the week is Jameis Winston oh, against the 49ers. Yes, Jameis Winston. We talked a little bit about that earlier. Jameis Winston has a really good matchup against the 49ers. Um, you want to take advantage of that. Is there another quarterback that you would say is a start this week? Oh, I, wish I, I know you said – I know you probably said Jimmy G. I Honestly, guy. he again, I wouldn't like yeah. go out of my way. But he, if you're ever going to start Jimmy G, this is an underrated week to do it against a bad Tampa defense. I think Kyler Murray, if you drafted him, would be a good start this week. Um, Breaking news. Rams quarterback Jared Goff agreed to a four-year extension, or he's working towards a four-year extension. Dude, my heart just dropped, bro. I thought you were talking about Melvin Gordon. Yeah, dude, no. Leaving, Melvin Gordon is also being reported uh, in in some kind of... Uh, not, there There is a team interested in trading for Melvin Gordon. I did see that, but... Very curious. That's why I thought you were doing it, because somebody actually pulled the trigger. My God. Oh, my anyway. heart, dude. My heart. You can't do that. Sorry. So James, I don't care about Jergoff's money. Jameis Winston is is a start of the week at quarterback. The sit at the week of the week at quarterback for us is quarterback Matt Ryan against mm, the Minnesota Vikings. Surprising. That is a, a little bit surprising. Um, I wouldn't start Matt Ryan just because he's got an extremely tough matchup against yeah, Minnesota. On the road. It makes me nervous and as a Stephen Diggs owner. Another guy. That you just talked about, who got the big money, Jared Goff, I think is not a great start. He's this not week a either. great start this week either. Uh, Mark Ingram is the start of the week at running back. I like Carryon Johnson. I like Chris Carson as well. Yes, um, but Love. Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram against Miami. If there's any game to get 19 carries <laughs> and have a really good game, it's right here against Miami. The the guy, the my two favorite guys this week is defense. two of the guys you just said. I think yeah, Mark Ingram and Chris Carson are going to have monster weeks this like, week. Like if you have Mark Ingram, make sure he's somewhere in your starting lineup for this week. Um, wide receiver Chris Godwin. I hate to go Ooh. on the hype train, but he is facing the. We have two. Two Buccaneers on this list, but he's facing the 49ers defense. Um, he has Mike Evans there, who is literally going to take any good corners away from him. Yeah. So Chris Godwin's going to be a perfect play this week. If you have him, start him. I would Kinda say the Buccaneers. If you're if you're in a half PPR league, I would expect anywhere between uh, maybe 14 to 16 fantasy points. So he's a really good play this week. Make sure you have him in your starting lineup. A, our starting our sit wide receiver of the week is T.Y. Hilton against the Chargers. No Andrew Luck against the Chargers defense with Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback. In L.A. In L.A. That's not a good matchup for you. I would say sit T.Y. Hilton this week. Find a guy who's a better matchup and go from there. One quick name 
for starting for receivers, I think you should also, if you have Tyler Lockett on your team, definitely start him this week. Yeah, definitely start him this week. Um, And then our start of the week at tight end is Jared Cook against the uh, Houston Texans. Houston, as good as their pass rush is, their linebacking core is good but not great. So if you have Jared Cook, it's his, like, who loves tight ends? Drew Brees. That is true. Jared Jared Cook against a good matchup. I would expect him to start, uh, obviously start this week and have a good week against Houston. And our sit tight end of the week is David Njoku versus the Titans. The Titans last year were really good against uh, tight ends, and I don't think that's going to change this year. Um, I think in, I think Baker Mayfield's going to throw it to Odell, and he's going to throw it to you know Dontrell Hillard, and he's going to throw it to Nick Chubb, and he's going to yeah. throw it to Jarvis Landry. He's going to even throw it to Rashard Higgins. He ain't going to throw it to David Njoku. Um, so Njoku, guys, you start him. He's going to give you like four, three points, and you're going to yep. be disappointed. Don't start David Njoku. There's your starts and sits of the week. You are now prepared for week one of the NFL season after this long-winded episode. Of the Fantasy Champions podcast. Hey, I mean, it's football time. It's football time. It's crunch time in fantasy. You need that device. Let's go. Taking it one week at a time. Get one victory at a time leading into your championship season. Have fun watching week one. Don't forget to check out our website at the Fantasy Champions. Next time we talk. Yeah, the NFL season will uh, will be on. See you in week two, boss. See you week two. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.